Greetings in Christ Jesus, and welcome once again to the Twin Steeples Podcast. Twin Steeples is a production of Emmanuel Evangelical Lutheran Church here in Mankato, Minnesota, whose main goals are to share God's saving word and to communicate the ongoing activity of Christ's kingdom here at Emmanuel. Thank you for joining us today. Today is Wednesday, January 10th, 2024. I'm your host, Pastor Joan Nauman, joined today by Principal, Principal Brandon Heinze and also our Assistant Principal Matthew Kranz. How are you guys doing today? Doing well. Good. Another school has officially started here at Emmanuel. We're on day three, and Brandon said today is the first day that all the teachers are here and healthy. Is that right? That's right. Well, praise God for that wonderful gift. <laughs> Hopefully we all stay healthy this year. I uh, want to do a brief Bible study today based on the beginning of the book of Philippians. Uh, so if you've been staying with us uh, during Pastor Radical's last uh, podcast here in December, we finished up the book of Ephesians, which we've been working through for quite some time. Today we're going to start a new book. We're going to start with the book of Philippians. Uh, today we'll be looking at the first seven verses. Paul and Timothy, bondservants of Jesus Christ, to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are in Philippi, with the bishops and deacons, Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine making request for you all with joy, for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ, just as it is right for me to think, of, think this of you all, because I have you in my heart, inasmuch as both in my chains and in the defense of, and confirmation of the gospel you are all partakers with me of grace. So I'll just kind of begin by introducing this a little bit. So the Philippians is one of the uh, what we call Paul's prison epistles. Um, so this was written after the whole book of Acts. So Acts details Paul's three missionary journeys. And then his fourth, uh, fourth sometimes called his fourth missionary journey, which is his trip from Jerusalem to Caesarea and eventually that the boat ride, the, the crash, and then going back to Rome. And uh, that's kind of where Acts leaves off. And then we find Paul writing a number of these prison epistles. So that includes Ephesians, that includes Philippi, uh, Colossians, and also uh, uh, the book of Philemon. And so this book of Philippians, as Paul mentions here, he's in, he says his chains. So Paul is under house arrest at this time because if you remember, he'd been arrested in Jerusalem. He had appealed to Caesar. And as a Roman citizen, he had the right to take his case to the highest court in the land, which is Caesar's court. And so he brings his case to Caesar. And so they go on this long trip to Rome. And now Paul is waiting for his time for his trial before Caesar. And during this time, uh, he's under house arrest. And so he's able to uh, still interact with many of uh, the believers there in Rome, many of the uh, 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 church uh, people there. And even some of the soldiers were told uh, came to faith as they interacted with Paul as well as they were guarding the house. So when we think of this prison epistles, we shouldn't think of like a cold, dark, dank dungeon with, you know, rats running around in chains. Um, this was a house, you know, it was house arrest. Uh, he reuses the word chains and he wasn't allowed to leave, but he was allowed a lot of freedoms, including the ability to write letters. Um, so he writes this letter to the Philippians and he uh, sends this out to them in order to bless them and encourage them and to tell them that he's thinking about them. And so Paul uh, addresses it with his name first, Paul, and also Timothy, who we know is one of the uh, early missionaries, evangelists in the New Testament church as well, um, someone that Paul worked very closely with as they uh, preached the gospel throughout the, the known world there. And he writes, 
to all the saints in Christ Jesus in Philippi. Maybe I'd like to just start with you guys, maybe talking about that a little bit, because um, there's some different interpretations about what that word saint means. Uh, here, Paul calls all the uh, calls out all the saints in Philippi. So, what does he mean when he says the word saint there? Believers, right? All Christians are saints uh, in Christ Jesus, not because of their own actions, not because that Philippians congregation was holier than other ones, but because they, like us, uh, were bought with Jesus' blood. So we are also saints. So if he wrote a letter to us, I would imagine he'd say, the saints that have made are Lutheran. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Saints in Mankato. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, exactly. So here, the Bible describes all believers as saints, absolutely. Um, familiar greeting from verse 2, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the common way that many pastors open up their, their services, greeting their uh, believer, fellow believers at church, and it's modeled after the way the Apostle Paul speaks there. So what about the rest of this section? What sticks out to you as something that's worth spending a little bit of time studying and talking about here? Brandon, what do you see? Anything in particular strike you as you read through those verses? Well, I just think it's kind of important how he emphasizes the fact that he's in. they are in his prayers all the time. He, they, he's praying for all of the believers, wherever they might be. Um, in this case, specifically the, the believers in Philippi. And I think it's a good example for all of us. Um, Pastor Wilkie, the CLC president, sent out a um, biographical information request to all the CLC uh, teachers, um, I think just yesterday. And I really appreciated the introduction he gave because the introduction was greetings in Christ. And he just let us know that he and his wife, Gloria, were praying for all of the teachers in the CLC. Mm. And uh, that that hit me a little bit different than, you know, a lot of other, you know, greetings and things like you would have. So, um, Pastor Wilkie kind of following in Paul's example here is making, making sure people are understanding that there's people out there praying for you. And that's such an uplifting and encouraging thing to hear. And I'm sure the believers in Philippi, when they heard that, they were uplifted and encouraged by that. Yeah. Yeah. When there are people that you know, we, I think about that. We have this the, the sheets we hand out every month, the CLC mission prayer list that we have in the entryway every month. You know, there's people all over the world that we're praying for, and, and they're praying for us too. Yep. You know, and it's a beautiful. You know, Paul calls it here. This uh, what does he call it in verse five? Your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now. You know, the fellowship that we're blessed with, and the ability to pray for one another and encourage and uplift one another as we do this important work. And I didn't see Pastor Wilkie's. Uh, letter because I'm not a teacher, but but uh, but you know I, I'm not surprised. I I did work with him for I vickered with him for six weeks, way back in my youth. Um, but uh, re- he's a wonderful guy, and I think we're very blessed as a synod to have him as our as our president as our leader. Um, what about you, Matthew? Anything stick out to you here in the these verses? Something worth talking about? Uh, well, all the Bible is <laughs> worth talking about. Yeah. Great question. It's all good. Paul begins that section, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, which I'm taking the, as every time I think of you, I thank God. Mm. I'm always, in every prayer of mine, I'm praying for joy. Uh, <clears throat> I'm trying to think of the people in my life that are like that. My wife, obviously, and my daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, one story that one thing that comes to mind, the basketball player Jerry West played for the Lakers a long time. 
and they would play the Celtics a lot. And those Celtics really respected him. Bill Russell once wished, like his biggest wish was that Jerry West would be happy. That to me is like that. Like you respect someone and you you want their happiness, and you, every time you think of them, you have such fond memories. Maybe a, a good blueprint for us as Christians when we interact with each other to pray for the joy of each other, to thank God for our fellow Christians. It's a pretty, considering Paul's circumstances, a pretty incredible attitude to have. Yeah, yeah. I think it would be easy, you know, on the flip side, you know, we, we just, we were all at council meeting board meetings last night, and, you know, so there are times where all those meetings can get, well, sometimes they can get drawn out and long, and sometimes they can get contentious with different opinions. And you know, do we always think about all those meetings? You know, do I do we thank God upon every remembrance of our opportunities to gather together as as uh, uh, leaders in the congregation? And you know, sometimes people think, oh, the meetings are so long and boring. And you know, there's times where yeah, they are difficult, and there's challenges that come along the way. And you know, we've had a lot of voters meetings lately with the pastor calls that have been going out, and it might be easy to think, well, you know. Those things just drag on and on, and but uh, you know that's an opportunity too to gather together, to you know to be as it says in the last verse there, partakers of of God's grace, to to see one another and build each other up as we do this important work in the ministry together, and that's one of the reasons why I really enjoy this meeting so much that we have every week, is you know it's not just a chance for the three of us to exchange all the information that we need to every week, it's also a chance for us to to grow together, and I'm kind of excited about the the podcast becoming kind of a part of this, is because now we can kind of let the, you know, share with every, all of you listening that, hey, this is a, we get together and study God's word every week. And, you know, uh, we certainly appreciate your prayers as well and know that we're praying for you. And, you know, this idea in that last verse of you're all partakers of, with me of grace. That's all of us, isn't it? We're all partakers of the grace of God. And that's what unites us more than anything else is that undeserved love of Jesus Christ that, that transcends, uh, transcends borders, that transcends uh, difficulty and, and strife and struggles. Um, it unites us in a way that beyond time and space, uh, the, the kingdom of God is in the hearts of all believers. As partakers of grace, we are part. We are his children. We are heirs of his eternal kingdom. And whether uh, you live in Mankato or whether you're listening to this on the other side of the world, uh, as a believer in Christ, we are all partakers of this amazing grace of Jesus. It's awesome. Any closing thoughts? <clears throat> That uh, middle verse, um, being confident of this very thing that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until mm-hmm. the day of Jesus Christ. Uh, great encouragement for us Christians and any anyone that you know, a believer who's struggling, remember it's just not them working on their own. Uh, God has started a work in each one of us and his plan is not to leave that work unfinished. And like you said, Pastor Nauman, uh, Paul ends that section like it's right of me to think this way uh, because in my in our defense of the gospel and confirmation of the gospel we're all partakers of grace we're all partakers of grace we have each other we have Jesus Christ who is constantly working with us and he's just a really encouraging opening to his letter to the Philippians and what a really encouraging opening for a brand new year too yeah yeah, so, yeah we're going to see this as we go forward but I think one of the the great themes of the book of Philippians is joy. You know, we're going to see yeah. joy as a, as a theme going forward in this book. And um, that's what Paul starts with. You know, I thank God every member of you. You know, when I think of you, it brings joy to my heart. Right. Um, and that's uh, uh, an attitude we should all have in the new year. Let's pray. 
Lord Jesus, we thank and bless you uh, for your great work among us, for coming into this world and living and dying, uh, being that sacrifice that no one else could be. We needed that, Lord, because we were sinners lost and condemned, and yet with your great love, you worked in us that, that good work that you will bring to completion on the day that you return once again and bring us to heaven forever. Thank you for all you've done for us, Lord, and help us now to show joy in our lives. Help us to uplift one another, to encourage one another, to pray for one another, to strengthen one another, uh, leaning not on our own strength or merit, but trusting in you as our strength and our shield. We pray these things in your name. Amen. Which brings us to some weekly updates and reminders that I have for you all. Uh, first of all, I want to remind everyone to keep in your prayers Pastor Aaron Udy, who is considering the call that we issued to him. Uh, he is pastor out in Rapid City, South Dakota. Pray that God would bless him as he considers that call. Uh, I want to also encourage everyone uh, who is participating in the family devotions here in 2024. We ordered 124 books, I believe, and there's only two left in the entryway now. So uh, pray that many of you are getting into God's Word on a daily basis, uh, studying God's Word through family devotions. Uh, there's also a Read the Bible in the Year option once again this year for 2024. You can go right on our website, and there there is listed a daily Bible reading. Uh, it's posted right there. You can uh, click on the links, and it'll open right up for you in your browser. So lots of opportunity to get into God's Word this year, and pray that all of you do take that chance uh, to uh, grow in, your, in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ this year. I want to remind everybody uh, of our plan during this vacancy, uh, during which we are looking for another pastor to uh, come and serve among us. Uh, the plan from the deacons is to have one guest pastor a month, uh, to have bring someone in to do the uh, pastoral duties, and then to also to have one lay service a month in which the a lay member, uh, member of the congregation will uh, perform the service as well. Uh, now coming up next weekend, uh, is the Outdoor Adventure Day, so that's going to be January 14th. Uh, please stay tuned for future announcements regarding that event uh, because, because of the lack of snow that we've had and also potentially very freezing uh, weather on Sunday, uh, there's a good chance that we could end up canceling that. So stay tuned um, for an announcement coming out Friday, Saturday, and also following service on Sunday as to whether or not that will actually be taking place. Coming up the week after that is the annual voters meeting. That's January 22nd at 7 p.m. Uh, so voters, please note, take note of that. Uh, I want to ask and encourage everyone to um, send in your annual reports to whatever committees or boards that you may be on. Uh, our secretary, Mrs. Leon, compiles those into the annual report and then we'll submit it to the voters for their consideration uh, next at that voters meeting. And then finally, the weekend after that is the Whitewater Youth Trip, which takes place January 26th through the 28th. Uh, you need to register for that by, I believe, Sunday, January 21st. So please take note of that if you'd like to go to the Whitewater Youth Trip. On our prayer list for this week, uh, we continue to pray for our cancer patients, John Hine, Marlene Hanel, Kate Zowers, and Jim Leon, all of whom are dealing with different stages of cancer. Pray that God would bless and treat all of them. Uh, this past week, we prayed on behalf of David Hine, who uh, underwent a, a quite horrific accident where he uh, broke his arm in several places and had some damage done to his hand as well. So we pray for David Hine. That'd be Pastor John Hine's son. So that family uh, is going through quite a bit right now. We keep them all in our prayers. We also pray on behalf of Austin Leon, uh, who this past Sunday night at our Sunday night ball event and the basketball event in the gym broke his leg quite severely and uh, required surgery on Monday. So we keep Austin in our prayers as he recovers from that. Also pray on behalf of Susan Mutzke, uh, who we prayed for last week for a broken ankle. Turns out she needed to have surgery on that ankle and is still 
awaiting uh, placement into rehab. She's still up in the hospital. Pray on behalf of Judy Milkey, uh, who took a fall last week uh, and was hospitalized as well, but she's returned home now. So we thank God for that and pray that he would give her healing as well. And then finally, we pray for Norma Bussey. Uh, Norma uh, was hospitalized as well with pneumonia and has now been placed on hospice care. So we pray for the whole Bussey family that God would bless them as they await God's will for Norma. Which brings us to our hymn of the day today, which is hymn 461 in the Red Hymnal. Hark, the church proclaims her honor, and her strength is only this. God has laid his choice upon her, and the work she does is his. He his church has firmly founded. He will guard what he began. We, by sin and foes surrounded, build her bulwarks as we can. Frail and fleeting are our powers, short our days, our foresight dim. And we own the choice, not ours. We were chosen first by him. Onward then, for not despairing, calm we follow at his word. Thus, through joy and sorrow bearing, faithful witness to our Lord. Though we here must strive in weakness, though in tears we often bend, what his might began in meekness shall achieve a glorious end. Amen. Thank you for joining us on the Twin Steeples podcast. Once again, Twin Steeples is a production of Emmanuel Evangelical Lutheran Church here in Mankato, Minnesota. For more information about the ongoing activity here, we'd invite you to check out our website, emmanuelmankato.org. Until next time, may God bless and keep you, and may you always remember, Emmanuel, God is with you.